Hello, everyone. It's Jilly. Welcome back to the INFJ Growth Podcast. We are here for our weekly Monday episode, and season two is all about romantic relationships for INFJs. Today, I wanted to talk about finding a balance between our idealism and our hopes for having the best relationship possible and being able to balance that with acceptance of where we currently are. With our dominant NI introverted intuition function, INFJs, it's it's a positive thing that we have very high expectations and high ideals for the quality of our relationships. And at the same time, if we start to judge ourselves or our partner or our relationships based on our expectations of how it should be or how we would like it to be, sometimes we can end up being dissatisfied with where we are. And when our brains are always moving the goalposts, looking towards what can we improve next? What can we work on next? What's the next milestone? When we're always looking ahead, it can be really easy to to lose sight of how far we've come and we can end up being unhappy with where we are. And because there's always another milestone to reach or a new goal to try to hit or a new expectation for ourselves or our partners or the relationship, because we're always looking to the future, if we're unhappy with where we are now, then is the destination worth it if we're making the journey miserable along the way? I have definitely fallen into that with my relationships in the past, and it it took me a while to even realize that it was happening and then realizing the reasons why that that is the case for INFJs, and then being able to work on being more accepting and being grateful for where you are, and this could even be true if you're dating or single, but being able to appreciate where you are and still wanting more for yourself. So one of the areas that we can run into trouble with the the difference between our expectations and the actual reality is that expectations are always glossy and perfect in our head, this perfect ideal that we've painted. And obviously it takes not just work, but a lot of difficult things in terms of being able to voice our opinions, being able to state what we want, what we believe in being able to connect with our extroverted feeling function, and being able to face conflict or disagreements or putting your needs first sometimes. When it comes to the actual execution of turning our ideals into reality, we can run up against a lot of resistance within ourselves and within our partners sometimes. Because if we start to set boundaries and start to advocate for ourselves if we haven't done that in a long time, that can cause some resistance from our partners as well. So if we have tried in the past to to connect with extroverted feeling and trying to actually put the work in to improve our relationships to move towards that ideal, if we have met resistance either within ourselves or within our partners, a lot of times we'll retreat because we're afraid of being hurt and we will disengage and disconnect from the relationship. And then we end up spending a lot more time in our heads. And not only is that setting up a false expectation and a false ideal of what's possible, but also we're judging ourselves and our relationships based on that false ideal. And that can lead to us feeling 
disappointed with the quality of our relationships and resentful sometimes if our reality is not matching up with the ideal, the vision in our heads. And not only can that make us resentful and disconnected, but then we're creating this self-fulfilling prophecy where we're dissatisfied and we disengage even more because, well, what's the point? I'm not getting the relationship that I want. I put all this effort in and I tried. It didn't work out. Now I'm unhappy with the way things are. So now I'm really going to self-sabotage and I'm really not going to put anything into this relationship. And it just creates this loop that sometimes can end up sliding into an ITI loop. And when that happens, then we can get stuck in these cycles of just being really unhappy, of self-sabotaging and being disappointed in ourselves. So there's no solution to this per se, but like I said at the beginning of this, just learning to be accepting of where you are in the process, being kind to yourself, being kind to your partner, and acknowledging that this is a process and it's a messy process. We are going to be hurt sometimes. We are not going to always agree with our partners. We're not going to always feel perfectly understood. We're not going to perfectly understand our partners. And I think that one of the areas of confusion that I struggled with for a long time, I thought that to accept a disagreement or to accept any aspect that I wasn't happy with with my relationships, I thought that if I accepted it, that meant that I agreed with it. And that's not the case. There's actually a a huge fundamental difference there. We can accept something without agreeing with it. Accepting it means that we acknowledge that things are the way they are, that maybe there's nothing that we can do at the current moment, or that our partner has a certain opinion and it is the way it is. And we might not be able to change that. That does not mean that we have to agree with it. But the first step to being able to improve our relationships and ourselves is is being able to accept what is, even if we don't agree with it. So acceptance is it's a conscious choice. It's not a, a compromise. It's not something that we just fall into without acknowledging it. It's not something that we can unconsciously do. It's not something that's passive. We have to consciously decide and choose to accept the state of where we are or where we're at with our partner and to still have the the vision for the future and the, the goals for our relationship or for ourselves, but not putting so much pressure on ourselves or so much pressure on our partners to need to have that thing happen. And it, it, it's such a hard thing, but it accepting the duality and holding the duality of, of both, like I'm not thrilled with this, but I can accept it at the same time. Being able to just hold both sides of it, just the idea that there can be two truths that seem opposed, but they're not opposites and and you can hold both of those at the same time. So I don't agree with where I'm at right now, but or I don't agree with where my partner stands right now or I don't agree with the outcome of that disagreement, but I do 
accept it. And I accept my partner's right to have their own opinion. I accept my partner's right to have their own choices. And I accept that this is where I'm at currently, even though I don't love where I'm at right now. And there there comes a real power in being able to accept something and to still want more for yourself without having the pressure of that expectation where you reject the current reality because it's not what you want it to be. And being able to come to that place of acceptance, it, it creates a lot of calm and a lot of peace just because you're not constantly fighting against what is. And when we stop grasping and trying to force things to change, it allows so much space to open up because we're not putting so much pressure on trying to make something happen. And we create space to allow our relationship or to allow ourselves to grow instead. And that's how real progress is made by accepting where we are at and not putting so much pressure and just stepping back sometimes and allowing things to to change or to grow in the way that they're meant to. And sometimes it's only when we stop trying to force something to be the way that we want it or the way that we expect it to be that we actually allow that change to occur. And I think the other aspect too that feels really empowering is that when we choose to accept something, that actually puts us in a position of of power and control because it allows us to step into the the decision to accept the reality for what it is because when we reject the reality for what it is we are disempowering ourselves and telling ourselves that we are out of control because we can't change significantly the the reality of any relationship for what it is and the the more that we try to force ourselves to take control over another person or another person's feelings or their actions the more that we try to to take control of that the the less in control and the more out of control that we actually feel because even if we don't consciously realize that we can't control this other thing we still know it deep down and the the more that we grasp at that outcome that we can't control, the more unhappy we become because not only are we dissatisfied with the way things are, but also we're expending so much energy and effort trying to make it different. And we know that all that energy and effort that we're expending is not working. So we just end up flailing emotionally and feeling worn out and exhausted. And then that makes us even more dissatisfied with the state of how things are. And then we don't have any energy left to actually nurture the relationship or to nurture our our relationship with ourselves. So sometimes trying less hard actually helps us to conserve energy, which is really important for INFJs, and to make something different without trying to force it to be that way. And what we're really doing here is we're releasing the expectation of the specific outcome. Because if we can just accept where we are with our relationships, even if we don't agree with it, even if we don't like it, if we can accept where we are, then we're no longer trying to force the outcome 
And then it makes it easier to enjoy the ride, to enjoy the the road that we're on without putting so much pressure on anyone, ourselves, our partner, whoever, to to obtain the outcome. Because the more that we focus on the outcome, even if we meet the outcome, we usually aren't even super happy or grateful for it. We're just, we're there. And then we're just moving the goalposts and looking at the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. Whereas if we can just enjoy where we're at in the moment without the attachment to the outcome, then if we reach the goal with our relationship, then that's an amazing thing. But if we don't, we're not disappointed and let down and angry and exhausted and wondering why we're doing any of this and just feeling like there's no point to any of it. And then we kind of emotionally give up and we're exhausted and we're just angry with the process. Whereas if we're able to just embrace where we're at without putting so much pressure on the outcome, it becomes easier And then we're able to actually spend more time enjoying it because we're not trying to control it all the time. When we're trying to control something or if we're resenting something, it usually means that we are not actually in the relationship. We are kind of sitting on the sidelines and monitoring it, criticizing it, looking in from the outside, judging it. We're not actually in it. And if we're not in it, then we can't actually change anything. It's kind of like being a a backseat driver. You always can see things in a different way. You always have really strong opinions on the subject, but you're not actually in control of it and you're not actually in it. If you're in the driver's seat of your own life and your relationship, then you are just living moment to moment without needing to be on the outside judging where you're at in the moment. And that's a a big difference. And that difference comes down to our dominant introverted intuition versus our inferior sensing, extroverted sensing. And it's a really hard one for INFJs because if we remember, those preference pairs are opposites, which means that we can't be using both of those simultaneously. So even though I spoke about duality before and accepting and holding two seemingly opposing truths at the same time, from a psychological standpoint, we cannot be using our intuition and our sensing at the same time. But I actually think that's a good thing because if we are present in the moment, then that means that we literally can't be attached to the expectations and the grasping of the outcome that that are unhealthy expressions of intuition. So the antidote to unhealthy expectations and judgments and wishing and grasping that things were different is to connect with our extroverted sensing and with our extroverted feeling as well so that we're not getting stuck in our heads and feeling unhappy with our relationships without being actually in the driver's seat, being present and being connected to our feelings and to our partner's feelings. And just being present with our partners, feeling connected with them, those are helping us to be not stuck inside of our heads and judging the process, but just being in the relationship. And that's that's what it's really all about. And the same goes if you're in a relationship that you're actually really unhappy with. Even if you know that this relationship's unhealthy or that you need to leave, that doesn't mean that you have to do it right this instant. Just because you 
accept the the situation that you're in, that you can't control it, that you're unhappy or that this relationship is unhealthy. That doesn't mean that you have to immediately take action with it. Remember, with our extroverted feeling, we really desire closure with our decision-making functions and with the emotions of other people. So INFJs really struggle with just staying present with our emotions without feeling like we need to do something about them or to take action or to, to make a decision with them. So if you're in a relationship that you are unhappy with and you've tried all the things that I just mentioned, or if you know that the person is say, maybe avoidant and you have a secure and anxious attachment style and you know that you're just not compatible and that there's nothing you can do to change your partner, especially if they're avoidant. It's so easy for us to make excuses for them or to wish that they were different. And we might accept where we are and know that we need to to leave or to take actions at some point to change it. But that doesn't mean that you have to take actions immediately. It might take you some time to process it. And it's really important that we do give ourselves time to process it. So don't beat yourself up or put pressure on yourself to take action immediately if you are in an unhealthy situation, assuming that there's no you know, actual abuse going on. That's a different story. But if it's unhealthy and that you are not getting your emotional needs met and that you don't feel that emotional vulnerability or trust that is necessary to have a healthy emotional relationship with someone... If those things are missing and you know that you're going to need to leave eventually, you can still accept where you're at in the process and give yourself time to work through those emotions without needing to immediately take action. So don't be hard on yourself if you're staying with someone, even though you know it's not a good situation for you long term. But this is another example of acceptance because if you can accept the state of your relationship and accept that you're unhappy and accept that there's nothing you can do and accept that you're going to need to leave at some point, then you are not putting expectations on yourself to to take action and make it different immediately just for the sake of doing so. Whereas if you are judging yourself and putting harsh expectations on yourself, then you're beating yourself up for not doing the things that you know you need to do. That is not accepting where you're at in the process. So it can be a healthy thing for INFJs to learn how to sit with discomfort in our emotions and even with the emotions of other people. And even though the from the outside, the situation might look the same, you know, whether you stay, whether you go, if you stay with someone, for someone looking from the outside in, they might say, well, you're saying you're weak, you're not being strong in yourself, you should leave. But there's a huge difference from you being on the inside if you are making excuses for someone and being in denial of the state of the relationship versus staying with them for now, but accepting that you you will have to leave at some point and accepting that this is what you need to do right now, even though you know it's unhealthy and even though you want it to be different and maybe you have plans to leave in the future, just accepting that that's where you're at and that you can tolerate this discomfort. That's such a massively different thing than being in denial and making excuses for someone. So just make sure to accept where you are at in the process and don't allow yourself to be hard on yourself and don't allow other people to be hard on you if you know that something's unhealthy for you, but you haven't taken action yet. That's completely okay. 
Only you can know what's right for you. And only you can know what you need in this moment and what you can tolerate because breakups are really painful. Next Monday's episode, I'm going to be talking about breakups, but they they are really painful. You do have to somewhat be emotionally ready for those. So if you need to stay with someone and just stay in stability for long enough to make sure that you are in a healthy place to be able to go through the emotional trauma of a breakup, that's completely okay. So just accepting where we are, no matter where we are, whether we're single, whether we're in a relationship, short-term, long-term, just take stock of where you are, be self-aware of it, accept where you're at, and still have hope for the future. And hope is so different than expectations. Allow yourself to to look to the future, but to not put so much pressure on yourself to make it different immediately or that you need to be taking action constantly and making progress on your goals or fixing something that's broken. Just allow yourself space to be where you are. Allow yourself space to go wherever you're going next and don't judge yourself. Just allow yourself to be and it's okay to not be making progress constantly, whether it is with yourself or with personal development or with your relationship. It's okay to just be sometimes. So this is your friendly message to allow yourself to be where you are right now and to still have hope for the future, but don't put so much pressure on yourself. You are where you are right now for a reason and you are meant to be right now where you are for a reason. That's all I have to say for today. I'm sorry that my voice is froggy again. My allergies are still really bad. So thank you for listening to me. If you have questions for Thursday's episode coming up, you can visit the INFJ Growth website. It is infjgrowth.com forward slash podcast. And you can ask me any questions that you have about INFJs and romantic relationships. I would love to hear them. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at infj.growth, or you can email me at jilly at infjgrowth.com. I will see you guys on Thursday. I hope you have an amazing next few days and be kind to yourself and allow and accept yourself to be wherever you are right now because it is where you are meant to be. I love you guys so much and I will see you on Thursday. Bye.